welcome everybody. This is the Landlord and Tenant Podmess back again in your ears uh, uh, from iTunes or Google Play, um, all sorts of places. Stitcher? We are not on Stitcher. Oh. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Tenant Mike. And I'm Landlord James. How are you doing this week, James? Uh, pretty well, thank you. We um, we uh, missed uh, an episode. Uh, we missed a week. We were having construction done in the building. We were. Um, uh, that man was... Uh, you might remember um, last episode, I believe it was, that man was stuck in the toilet. Yes, yes. And um, there was some construction noise because we were moving him, trying to remove him from the bathroom because he got stuck in there. And yes. uh, it turned out to be more of a... A large process than we anticipated. We had to take out a couple of couple of uh, load bearing walls. <laughs> what was his name, Mister Chabot or something? I forget exactly. Yeah. I didn't. I don't really I don't, talk. I don't to know any on... tenants' names. Yes, uh, he lived on a different wing of the building, and um, hope he's okay. But it was loud here for a while <clears throat> in the yeah. building. Couldn't sleep very much for a couple weeks. Not great for podcasting, hey Mike? No, no. Uh, you raise a good point. Um, when you're recording a podcast, you want to keep things quiet in the background. <clears throat> now, Mike, you, you, I think, have dove into the podcasting thing really headfirst. I'm sort of, yes. for me, it's a casual thing I try to make time to do. For you, I feel like it's kind of become your life in a way. Have you really devoted yourself to the podcasting lifestyle? Yes. Um, you know, I compare myself to the, the great master painters of old, like Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci, and Picasso, and they what they did with the canvas and paint, I am trying to do with uh, the medium of podcasts. Interesting. Of course, I don't speak Italian. <laughs> That's the um, uh, main difference. Do you, like, because I mean, but I mean, we only do this like once a week. It takes like an hour, a yes. couple hours. So I mean, yes. do you do any other podcast activity? No, just this one. But it takes up a surprising amount of my time and energy and... Uh, so far, there's been no real financial reward for all my work, but, um... Well, good for you. I mean, yeah, I know I don't put much thought or effort into it, and I guess I am technically would reap equal benefits to whatever you do, but mm-hmm. yes. um, good for you, Mike. I mean, that is kind of the difference between us. In a nutshell, in a way, you, you know, sometimes I think God just made some people who are going to work at stuff and not get much in return, and sometimes yes. people do get stuff in return, and I'm someone who often gets rewards for, for what I do. Because that's just the way life is. That's just the way life is. Um, how are things at the gift shop, Michael? Um, pretty good. Uh, guess who came in? Now, to listeners uh, who listen a lot, you'll know that I where I work. To newcomers, let me just spell it out for you. I work at the CN Tower gift shop. Not the one at the top of the CN Tower, not the one on the main floor, but the one far beneath the CN Tower, and guess who showed up to buy a little trinket this week? Mayor John Tory. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, I was a Doug Ford uh, and Rob Ford guy myself, but uh, Tory's a bit of a, oh, oh, fancy boy, but um, well, that's interesting. Was he nice? He was very nice. He posed for a selfie with me, and uh, he asked me how I was doing, and uh, I told him all my problems. I sort of, like, one of his um, handlers actually had to ask me to stop talking and, and uh, told me the mayor uh, had to leave while I was explaining my problems to him. But, um, yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. Hmm. 
Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, I've definitely been to some parties with John. Um, oh, what's he like at a party? Well, like, does he ever let his hair down? Because he's always very uh, seems very businesslike. Well, it's funny you say that because yes, literally, um, he has a bun. If you you wouldn't see that now, people listening what? outside of Toronto wouldn't know this. Uh, we have a lot of listeners in the states and the Philippines. Yeah, John Tory's the mayor of Toronto. The guy looks like classic businessman, boring type guy. A real nine to fiver. Yeah, yeah. He's got a big bun of hair in the back. Um, he just sort of parts it in a way that it looks like it's his natural hair part. And I've literally been to parties with him. How long? How long is his hair? Uh, I would say small of the back. Oh my god! And um, it's sort of fringy at the bottom. It's crazy. He's he as it turns out, he's a, sort of a um, you know, he's a guy who likes to to be. He's sort of an earthy guy. That's what I'm trying to get at at heart. But he has to he has to hide that image away to to get elected. Because usually you think of someone with hair like that that they'd be wearing a sort of a uh, a denim jacket with mm. a Led Zeppelin patch or maybe the, an Almond Brothers patch and they're smoking cigarettes and or a, or a doobie. Yes, yes. Um, yes. I think I think what I think that's 2017 now is that we're seeing a mix. We're seeing mixes of people. Wow. Hippies and businessmen merging. I've heard, you know, the next music trend could be rap combining with rock. A lot of interesting huh. things, you know, coming together at uh, this time. Well, I'd love to see a picture of Mayor John Tory with his hair uh, let loose and just enjoying himself after hours. Mm, absolutely. I think now would be a great time for us to to steer headfirst into our segment this week. I know I know you're excited about it, and I am as well. Um, so why don't we do that? It's called The Landlord and Tenant Podmess Presents A Look Back at History's Greatest Moments. Hmm. So would you, why don't you explain how this segment works, James? It's a brand new segment. Well, you uh, just explained it to me a few minutes ago, but I think it's where we look back at what we think are the greatest moments in history. Right, and we're going to make this hopefully a thing we do every now and then, because I know we're both, I know I'm a history buff, and uh, our, our listeners, I'm sure, love history too. So this will be fun for everyone. I'm going to go on record as saying I hope our, our listeners aren't interested in history, because um, I would rather we have cool listeners. Okay, um, I'll go first with my favorite moment in history. Is that fine? That's the, that's the, that's the point of, of the segment, James. All right. Do you all remember 2004? Mm, okay, yes. Let me set the stage for you. Three years after 9-11, Canada, still very similar to as it is today. Um, you know, everything's pretty similar. But in the city I live in, Toronto, this was the year that a certain Mr. Bean visited Toronto and visited the Eaton Center. He was promoting a video release of his movie. It was 2014. He came to the Eaton Center. They literally closed down Young Street. I remember. I remember. And I was there. I was freaking out. Um, I like got really drunk with um, some of my friends, uh, Strombo I was with, and we were just getting hammered and like just really amped and like um, listening to music and like just happy to be with Mr. Bean. Um, and I think that's probably the that's probably my favorite moment in history. To the time Mr. Bean came to Toronto. I'm, yeah. Did you 
did you meet him or get his autograph? Or? No, we were just kind of at the Eaton Center. But then Strombo and I went to um, Tattoo Rock Parlor after. I mean, a great night. So, so hmm. it was kind of more just the whole night's vibe, I guess. Right. So out of all of history, that's the. Oh, I have greatest. another good moment in history too. Um, four years ago, Shaq DM'd me an Instagram video to wish me a happy birthday, September third. Oh. How yeah. did you do you know did you know him? Um or? back when he played with the Heat, I used to party with him here and there. Mm-hmm. Um I have a place in Miami that I go to and um well, we go to South Beach <clears throat> and like party and go to clubs and stuff. So we just are Instagram friends. Well that that is that's cool, I guess. That's just exciting. I don't know if in the grand uh, sweep of history of those two incidents quite make the cut. Uh, well, because they're not academic uh, choices or something. I'm not some nerd going. Oh, it was uh, no history doesn't have 503 to be. Five oh three when his- the wheel was invented. History doesn't. I don't care about the wheel. History doesn't have to be boring. Okay, what's your what's your one then? My salute to one of the greatest moments in history, James, is. The Russian Revolution. We are celebrating, it's the year 2017, the 100th anniversary of this pivotal moment uh, on the planet. The Russian Revolution. Do you know about the Russian Revolution, James? I'm going to go with new. All right, well, let me set the stage for you. So, and it's a great moment for anyone who feels in their life that they're, you know, they're being held down by the powers that be and they want to do something about it. So, uh, before the Russian Revolution, the peasants of Russia were uh, living in the fields, they had nothing to eat, and they were just covered in dirt. And then one day they went to the czar who was running Russia and they said, Enough's enough, buddy, you're out of here. And they kicked him out. And they built a new society that for everyone to enjoy themselves, so that no one was the boss and everyone could just, you know, uh, explore their talents and do what they wanted. Well, sounds like your dream world. No one's no one has to work. No, they did work uh, on building a new. Uh, equal society. And also, the, I, when I was researching the Russian Revolution, I found something interesting. They didn't just kick the czar out of the palace. They actually executed him and his family. Uh, do you want to hear about that, James? Sure. So they took this guy who thought he was all big and rich, and he was like, he controlled everything. Everyone had to pay him money to live uh, in under his, basically under his roof. Anyway, they took the czar and his family, and they lined them up, and they shot them all, and then they bayoneted and clubbed them to death. The bodies were then stripped, mutilated and dumped in a mine shaft, and sprinkled with sulfuric acid. Um, Then they were dug up again and reburied in a muddy field. And that is something I think will resonate with a lot of our listeners, and that's something I'd love to see happen right here in Toronto. What? To make... You... This is your... It's this a, is what you. It was a moment where to? it was a moment where people who felt like they didn't people have who, much got to stand up to the, to the big boss and say no. So every nerd who works in a gift shop is going to murder all these businessmen. No, no, you're reading this too literally, James. I'm just saying that people, more people should stand up for themselves if a, if they're being bullied. Good God! Well, stand up for yourself. Don't. Dump them in a field. Holy smokes, Mike. Yeah. We should make a poll on Twitter. Baddest, his better history moment. Mr. Bean visits Toronto or Mike's Russian Revolution The story. Russian Revolution will poll. win, uh, I, I bet, every time. Hmm. Yeah. 
Good God. Well, always interesting to get a little sneak peek into mm-hmm. the repressed, uh, deep workings of your brain, Michael. And um... The Tsar's son was actually the last to die. Um, he was a hemophiliac, and he had survived somehow when the rest of his family were slaughtered, and then a drunken guard um, shot him in the head. Mm. You really know a lot of details of this, huh? Uh, a bit. I'm not an expert. Anyway, sorry. Smokes. Okay. Well, um, well, that's History Corner, or whatever it's called. What was it called? The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess presents great, some of the greatest moments from history. Huh. Okay, well, that's the end of that segment. Um, so, Mike, why don't we wrap up our intro and um, bring on our very exciting guest? I'm excited to do that. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening to the pod mess. Um, now, this is very exciting, Michael. We have a, a guest on the show who is another landlord. That's right. I feel like I'm cornered. <laughs> yes, and her name is Natalie, Natalie Norman. Norman. Hi, Natalie. Hi. I prefer to be called a landlady. Okay. Uh, okay. You raise a good point. I actually was tossing and turning last night. In my sl- I couldn't get to sleep because I didn't know how properly to refer to you because you are a woman landlady. Lady. Yes. Yes. That's Mike. how we go yes. by in the business. Yes. Landlairdy? That's what Michael uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bundle of nerves. Uh, I'm not afraid to admit it. Um, so, Natalie, um, you live here in Toronto. I live here in Toronto. I manage a few properties. Okay. Um, and it's it's quite the job. It's, it's um, tenants are terrible. Mm. <laughs> They're exhausting. Because I, I can relate. Uh, like, I basically despise everyone in this building. Um, Fair enough. Present company, frankly, included. And... It's a oh. people don't realize how annoying it is being a landlord. Like, can you can, can uh, you 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 know the talk calls about all night, really all night, like from literally eleven p.m. till six a.m. Six a.m. Wow, calls constantly about things like light bulbs. Wow, uh, people on the street being loud as if I can control that. Oh man, yeah, that seems like an excessive uh, request to make of a landlord. It's not like you are the police. I think some of them think I'm the police. So, what, like, can you give an example of someone? So people will call you and go, my light is out. I'll get, my light is out. What do I do? Uh, change it. Change it. I even leave spare light bulbs in the properties. Wow. So that wow. you don't have to think about it. Uh, you, you might want to take a page out of Natalie's book there, James. Uh, if someone um, called me, well, I don't give my number to my tenants, but if someone called me and that's said. That's a smart move. Yeah. And was like. <laughs> Can you um, change a light bulb? I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, but first, uh, can you just sit on this and rotate? And then I'd show my middle finger. That's a proper way to handle it, I think. Yeah. I think that's how I'm going to take a page from you. Yeah, And start do. doing that. Oh, God. So now, how, many, how many properties do you landlord? Uh, landlady. Landlady. I, I landlady, uh, I think it's about 12 units. Whoa. 12 wow. units. Three houses. Um, and it's stressful. I'm losing hair from it. Wow. I'm so is James. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Uh, he's also losing hair because he takes steroids um, for his body. Oh, but you, that's a oh. lot of units and, and properties for one person to manage. Listen, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to be with the, the peasants on the streets and work with them. It's, it's difficult, but I do it. 
and I'm happy to do it some days. I'm never happy to do it. Right. So, but you, uh, let me ask you a question. I'm a tenant. I try and do the best. I try and keep my place clean. Um, I try and pay my rent on time. Try? Uh, well, I do. Okay. I do. Uh, okay. And I try not to make a lot of noise. That's why I wear headphones when I play my keyboard. What, to you, makes a good tenant? Oh, mm. someone that um, never calls me. Someone mm. who pays on time. I never have to hear from them. Mm. Um, when they have an issue that is, like, relatively small, that they deal with it themselves. Yeah. Mm. Uh, like, I don't want to hear from you unless something's, like, broken. Right. Like, like a, an appliance that's broken. Yeah. And also, be patient with me. You're not the only person in the city of Toronto. Yeah, really. Okay, so what are appliances that, like, if they break... Like, what are things if they break that you're like, okay, fair enough that you called me? I guess a dishwasher. Yep. Uh, the hot water tank. Yes. That you might don't be important. Be, you have to take a lot of chilly showers if that wasn't working. I mean, if it's the summertime, why not? Right. Yeah. You can well, wait. Yeah, agreed. Uh, the furnace. Mm-hmm. These are very sexy appliances. Now, may I? I yeah. There is an elephant in the room we're not addressing here. Toilet. Uh, what what's, to- what's wrong with the toilet? What if the toilet gets smashed or stops working or... Why did it stop working? Well... Did you put something down the toilet? I've just... I've known people who have had their toilets just up and die on them, and what do you do when you get that call in the middle of the night, we got a toilet down? Well, I say I can't do anything about it right now. Yeah, good We're for all you. Sleeping. Stand up. Would you let a tenant come to your home to use your toilet... Nobody, nobody knows where I live. No one should ever know where the landlord lives. Can I just okay. throw in that's psychotic? <laughs> if somebody, I think it's only fair. If you ever asked to use my bathroom, I would. What would you have? Do? You kidnapped. That's I, crazy. I mean, that's a, having kidnapped is aggressive. Yeah, but thank if, you. I, something along those lines. I um, would think you asked you probably to leave the property forever. Damn, forever. Well, okay. What? Makes a bad tenant. Um, basically everything. <laughs> just mm. everything. Mm. Just, I don't know, I guess being unclean, not keeping mm. the property. Being unclean, like, does that mean, uh, what does that mean? Like, not being a virgin? Yeah, yeah, that, that. Okay. Um, but um, more importantly, like, a, uh, I've seen so, so much gross properties. Oh, give us some dirty like, details. So I've seen, like, today I walked into a property and literally, it looked like someone, like, threw up on the counter. Ew. And the garbage can was, like, piled to at least, like, my thigh high with, like, a lot of those toilet paper rolls. But it's still gross. And then the floor, like, they clearly have been walking in the bathroom with their shoes, which is, like, it's your bathroom. You do whatever you want. But, like, it was muddy. Ugh. It was, like, muddy mm. in the bathroom. So, like, how do you take a shower? Like, when you, like, obviously, it's just. Why were you in the, why were you in this place? I was, <laughs> I was just hanging out. Oh, okay. No, I was fixing the hot water tank. So oh. They, so they call you and say, Natalie, the hot water tank's busted. You show up. I, I get, I show up with NCARE, which okay. is. Okay. With NCARE. A, uh, for our non-Toronto <laughs> listeners, NCARE is a hot water tank company? It's, <laughs> it's hydro. I think it's like plumbing, furnace. Eavesdrops? I think oh. it's eve, eavesdrops. 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 I hope they're not eavesdropping on your tenant's conversation. <laughs> I am, I am, I am, I am. Yeah. I am. It's, it's we an will all... eavesdrop on all your conversations. <laughs> it's, it's That's a... illegal, so... Is it? Like, mm. Don't be a narc. Um, so, so you show up with NCARE. Yeah. 
You fix the tank, and then you think, I'm going to take a peek inside my property. I well, own this goddamn well, place. Well, the tank is always in one of the units. Oh, I guess I should know that. Like, if, yeah, well, if you're in a big building, it's not going to be in one of the units. Oh. But if you're in a small building, it's in one of the units. And uh, I just, the bathroom was open. Yes. And it was like, li- literally, it stinks. Like, I, I wore clean clothing there, mm. um, and I left smelling like grease. God damn so it. So you said that there was like, it looked like vomit, there's garbage everywhere, there's muddy shoe prints. Is your tenant a punk? Uh, I definitely think these three are punks. These are three punks who are out to get me. Do they have an album out? They, they do. It's called uh, We Hate Our Landlord. Oh. It, so... You're, you're clearly just uh, joking with me. Oh, but no. Are these three young, like, dudes? These are three young university dudes. Oh, boy. Uh, mm. They sleep on the thinnest mattress I've ever seen in my life. Damn. Like, literally, like, paper-thin mattresses. I don't... Whatever... I guess whatever you're into. Whatever you're into. Um, and it's it's gross. It's I wouldn't recommend anyone goes in there without a hazmat mask. So are, are <laughs> male tenants... Worse than female tenants. It seems like a stereotype. Is it? Is that true? I don't know if I can answer that. <laughs> no, oh. I can answer that. I can answer that. Battle of the sexes. They're they're <laughs> both bad. Okay, interesting. Well, how are they different, generally speaking? Generally speaking, female tenants tend to uh, call their landlord with small things instead of fixing it themselves. This is just my personal experience. Of course, of mm. course. Um, like, literally, like, I say the light bulb is, like, it seems like it's a joke, but I, when I lived uptown and I used to take care of the properties, I had a tenant call me to come and fix a light bulb, and I came in and I switched the switch, and it was working. Like, they didn't even, like, bother to, like, check if the other switch would work. Was this, was this tenant an alien? Because it sounds like something a, a newcomer to planet Earth would, would no, these call are, you about. <laughs> These are two, these were two women who were like, one was a lawyer. What? And the other one worked in publicity. What? Remind me to never call that lawyer. You said you changed the switch. Do you mean like Like the, I just turned it on. You flipped it on and I it worked. I flipped it on and it worked. So you went all the way across town to this place just to turn on the light and she was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and their place got robbed and they blamed it on us. Why? Was it you? No, because it was me. It was me. I have now a bunch. I'm selling a bunch of Mac computers. <laughs> you can hit me up um, at www.notmymac.com. All right. Good, good You've address. been to that website, right? Yeah. yeah. No, actually. You mean, no. No? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but, check it out. Okay. But they blamed you for, for what? Not be, uh, providing they, a secure building? Yeah. They were, like, they were like, oh, it's your fault those buildings not secure. I was like, there's no, like, they didn't call the cops. There was, like, no marks of, like, entry. Their unit was on the fourth floor, and no other unit had been robbed. So what I assume happened is they gave a key to a friend or, like, someone they were sleeping with. Oh, and, probably having and, sex. Yeah, yeah, sex. It's always the sex. Mm-hmm. And came in and took, like, their computers and some jewelry. But there was no other signs of break. Like, there was mm. no signs of breaking in. Do you get mad if you find out that any of your tenants are having sex? Because this is something that James likes to keep an eye on in this building. I just like to know what's going on. But I thought you're not having. I'm. I'm. He's between, not. Trust me. I'm between relationships right now. Aren't but in the all? past, James mm-hmm. has asked for the name, number, and picture of any woman I was seeing, and I think that's wrong. I. Ju- it's just good to know what's going on. You probably relate to this now. I do. I do want to know to some extent. All right. I will say my landlord. <laughs> 
my actual landlord what? falls. I also rent. I feel like I'm what? in an echo chamber. You're a landlord with a landlord? Yes, it's, it's, that- a, it's a full circle in the city of Toronto. Oh my god. Did I god. reveal a secret? You're Should a landlord I... with a landlord. I'm a landlord is... with a la- I'm a landlady with a landlord. That's like Whoa. some rare circle of uh, existence. It happens. So, I'm sorry, you were saying your landlord will to... chase the people that are sleep over in our apartment building around the building to see who they are. Like and running? Their... Yes, or... yes. 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 So 100% is... running. Like my roommate, I also have a roommate. I'm a very successful landlord. Wow, okay. My roommate, who is a criminal defense lawyer. Wow. So it's ridiculous she has a roommate. Does she know how to turn on a light bulb? Uh, Barely. Okay. Barely. She was dating a woman for like a year, and every time the girl would leave our apartment, the landlord, if he was there, would chase her around the building trying and ask her questions. Who are you? What apartment are you coming from? Why are you here? What? Why are you here all the time? Now he added security cameras in the hallways. So, And wow. what, is it like an apartment building or It's what? a small walk-up apartment building. That's, I mean, does her girlfriend look sketchy or something? No, she looks like, she, no one, like, that's the thing. It's like, she's a ve- she was a very nice looking woman. Like, I think he just didn't like that she was there all the time, so he thought we were lying about who was living in the unit, which is still a lot. It's nuts. Well, I have thought about, um, say with Mike, a tax on if a woman comes for the night. Because technically... Well, he's paying for that woman, right? No, but there should be an extra... There's another person in that room, and I should get a bonus money for that. So I do want to know, you know... You know, legally, 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 James, f- get this. After I had a young woman over for an evening, I got a bill for $50 from James under the door the next day. Mm-hmm. And he was claiming I owed that $50 for extra hydro, extra mm-hmm. um, well, water, water down the toilet. Well, we don't know what was noise. happening. Were you taking showers? Were you doing water play? I don't know if that's no. a thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Which, like, did you shower with the water? I took a bath by myself. And why did you say young woman, by the way? <laughs> that was creepy sounding. And B, did you shower with her? She was over 18. <laughs> it was a turn. It's a... Just a uh, turn of phrase. I took a bath with her. She did not take a bath. Did you do dishes with her? Because you did you make her dinner and then have to do extra dishes? I did the dishes, but I used this. I'm very I'm very quick in the sink, and I didn't use more water than I usually do to clean the. Were double. the lights on all night? Mm. Um. No comment. <laughs> okay. Oh. You um, you also said you took a bath. Did you take a bath with her there? Like with yes. Her? Was she watching you? No. So what, you're like... After dinner... You're like, I just have to freshen up. Exactly. After dinner, I turned on the radio. I said, excuse me. Took a bath. (laughs) Came back, and we... we, I sat on the couch, and we listened to some more music together. So you had the music blaring all night. It was not blaring. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm in court on trial. Well, I just think it's a weird... Two landlords. um, Natalie, uh, you know, we're both, I think, you know, out there dating... I just think it's weird to be like, hey, come over to my place. Uh, make yourself comfortable. I'm just going to have a bath. Yeah, that's if, – if someone did that to me, if a man did that to me, I would probably walk out while he's having a bath. I mm-hmm. think that she took it as a compliment that I wanted to be as um, squeaky clean as possible for the yeah, remainder of our day. There's nothing sexier than obsessive compulsive disorder. All right. 
Uh, I don't. Do you have any more? It's nice advent. having another landlord here. I'm going to be honest. It's fun. Like it's nice for me. Usually that we have total freaks on, and this is actually really nice. For I'm me, very really. calm, and I, 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 I have some more exciting. Hey, do you? May I ask questions? Sure. Sure. Do you feel like you're represented in the films ever? Like, oh which, yeah. It's always like in movies. The landlord's always some bald old coot, you know. Hey, give me my money or whatever. I'm, and it's really like landlords, we're young, we're fun, we like to party, we're, we're sexy, we're partying all the time. I disagree. I love the way landlords are portrayed in cinema, on television, and in fiction. Mr. Furley, Mr. Roper, the uh, Mr. Heckles from Friends. Remember him? He wasn't the landlord. He was the downstairs man? He was the upstairs neighbor. <laughs> Is that the dude with the mustache, or is he the maintenance guy? You're thinking of the maintenance guy. Oh, yeah. You're thinking of Schneider from One Day at a Time, aren't you? I don't know. I can't see what's going on in your brain. There was Mr. Heckles who lived above. Who they? There was the episode where they kept on... I know way too much about Friends. No. With the good. broom. With the broom, with the noise. And every time I see that, I get very upset. Because it's very hard to control noise from unit to unit. Yes. And as a landlord, we don't want to deal with that. We don't want to deal with that. Deal with it yourselves. Deal with it your fucking selves. Walk upstairs. Take a walk. Knock on the door. Knock on the goddamn door. And leave us out of it. Leave us the hell out of it. Well, I can see you're both very passionate about this noise issue. Um, if you were the landlord to Monica, Chandler, Ross, Phoebe... Rachel. Rachel. Joey. Joey. Is that something you'd be interested in, or do you think they'd be a handful? Honestly? Sometimes Marcel, also, the monkey. Well, I wouldn't want the monkey. Mm. Nobody wants any pets. Ugh. Oh, do you, Ugh. Have, do you allow pets? Ugh, well, you can't stop them. Yeah. You can't stop them. Mm. Well, yeah. But, could. like, let me tell you, pets do not do good stuff to units. Right. Do you think, though, that the six characters from Friends would also be... Because it's six people in one place. I would place. rent to Monica. Or in two places. Yeah, there's only two. two. Yeah. In, in Watch the show, dude. God. Have you ever seen... Have you, Mike hadn't seen a movie until a goddamn year ago. So have you ever seen an episode of Friends, actually? I did some research before this episode, and I guess some some things fell through the cla- cracks. But anyway, let's, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, it's not six people living in an apartment. It's like two Monica and... Uh, Rachel, Rachel. in one. Where's the monkey live? the hall is Chandler and they Joey. They live in the East Village. Ever heard of it? Yeah, New York City. But, uh, yeah, what do you think? Would you would you be interested in being there? I would rent or? to either Ross or Monica because they seem to be neat freaks. Mm, and they seem right. very capable mm. of taking care of their own shit. I like that. I wouldn't rent to, like, Rachel on her own. Do you think own? Ross? Do you yeah. think if Ross's hot water tank broke... Do you think that he would have the know-how to uh, fix it or put it, take it apart, put it back together by himself? I don't think he would know how to do that, but I think he would be, have the know-abouts, the whereabouts, to call me and yeah. wait and understand that they're not the only person in the city. Right. Yeah. And New York is much bigger than Toronto. Ugh. Who do you think would be the worst tenants on Friends? Joey. Oh, yeah. Joey would be terrible. Mm-hmm. All those people mm-hmm. coming in and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about wear and tear. Oh, that yes. mattress is going to get a workout. He's always, yes. Imagine if you build him every time he had a... a You'd be really rich. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. The question no landlord wants to answer, would you rent to Kramer? Hmm. Interesting. Different show, I know. Seinfeld would is I a different show. Would I rent to Kramer? I w- I, well, think depends. of it. This building is shit. 
No offense. So I would probably let anybody live in this building because yeah. it's a piece of crap and I don't care about it or take care of it. Fair enough. Even though Shows. I make my entire living on it. Shows. Um, but you have like actually nice properties. So maybe you... I maybe have some you not nice properties. Oh, okay. But I, I would Ooh. rent him ones that aren't nice. They're further uptown. Mm. He can live there. So you want Kramer to live in uptown Toronto. But this is the thing. Yes. <laughs> I would. I wonder what Kramer's references would be. That would oh, be Lord. hard. Newman. Yeah. Newman. Newman. But you can't trust Newman. You can't no. trust anyone who works for remember, the mail company. Remember no. every time Jerry and Newman cross paths, Jerry goes, Newman. We've seen the show. Yeah. So would you accept a recommendation from a person like Newman? Because he has a little, he has like a sinister, even if you meet him for the first time, I'm, I'm sure he'd be like, Listen, something Newman had a great guy. job. He was a postal carrier. Yes. He's had a great job. Mm-hmm. Benefits. But I don't know if I like his vibe. So, would you rent to Kramer? I think Kramer would be charming when you meet him. Mm. I may think I, he would get confused. He mm. may I remind you, he totally renovated his apartment to look like the set of the Merv Griffin show, and he added levels to his apartment. Yeah, which so. means to me that he can handle when something goes wrong. And he yeah. can take care of it himself. Yeah. Well, okay. what, where about the episode when Kenny Rogers' roasters opened across the street? Yes. Did yes. that affect Kramer? Because I don't think yes, I don't recall did. him c- complaining to a landlord. He went mental, but he didn't <clears throat> complain. He which never. Is good. You know what? He made it work for himself, and I like that. I That's like that another too. thing, James. You brought up an interesting point. Kramer often did go mental. What if you rented? Your unit to Kramer, and he had a complete mental collapse, and then suddenly your phone's ringing in the middle of the night, and he's saying, I need some help. Well, that's an interesting situation. Yeah, this is pretty specific. Um, Are you talking about yourself? Yeah, I was just thinking that, because frankly, uh, this is what I'm expecting at some point with you. And the answer is, I'll go, well, deal with your shit. I would never call you James if I had a complete mental collapse. Mm -hmm. Who would you call? We shall see. I would call my manager... At the CN Tower gift shop. Oh, yeah, because he wants to deal with it. Yeah, really. He promised me. Are he... you going to also call John Tory? I don't have his number, but I would. He seems like a nice guy. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Well, you guys are beating up on me, but... Uh... Listen, I've had some crazy... I'll tell you the craziest thing we've I've ever seen. Well, please. There's two. Ooh, please. There's two. We've had a hoarder. Oh. So the hoarder had... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. The, the hoarder, we walked into the unit, and it was a small unit, mm-hmm. and there was newspapers piled to the sky, oh. and you could only walk around, like, literally... Like a like, maze. Like two feet. It was like a maze. Like Brothers Keeper, that uh, documentary about those two rich brothers who lived in absolute filth. Sorry. I would say more like the show Hoarders. <laughs> right. Um, and that was that was a nightmare, because you couldn't get him... It's very hard to remove a tenant... And honestly, you it's not that you don't want the person, but you don't want that mess. Oof. Could you describe the scene? So you, you weren't expecting this, I assume. No, because you don't, we like, I don't go into the unit unless it's necessary. Yeah. So, but you couldn't walk. It was like, it was extra dark because of all the papers and all the dirt. And just, you can't. So you just open the room. And what was it? Newspapers, did you say? Newspapers. Like old Oof. clippings and newspapers just piled mm. high. Man. Um, so we've had that. We've had a grow up. 
Oh, oh cool. James would love that. I would. Yeah, it would have been good if he would cutting us a deal. Sure. But he was keeping it all for himself, and that cost a lot of extra money on utilities. Wow. So did they that, have did those lights, the hydroponic lights that, that the just lights suck up also, all the energy? Also, there's like you need moisture in the air. So it was like sticky, Ugh. which is like really good for like infestation of bugs. Ugh. So really disgusting. So did you kind of go, uh, hello, are you growing uh, marijuana here? No, at that point you just call like the cops. Yeah, that makes sense. Were you there I for would... the bust? No. Did anyone get like, put your hands down, we're going to shoot you now. No, 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 we've never had, we've come close to that. We have come close to that. But this is all, by the way, at a property at Young and Eglinton. Wow. You don't expect that in that kind young, of neighborhood. Yeah, Young and el Eligible is what they call young it. Young and Eligible is what mm -hmm. people call it. Mm -hmm. We also had... And why is that, James? Hot bars and hot people live in the area. I don't know. And absolute comedy. Oh, right. The comedy club. Right? right? Sexy club. Yes. And Crown Royale. Isn't there like the Rosen Crown? Oh, Fun. Hot location. I'm more of a downtown club guy, but Mike might like it. Is Rosen Crown a sort of club for young people where the, where DJs are are inside? I would say it's more like a a pubby kind of like let's pick up oh. vibe. Mike Mike wouldn't succeed at that kind of thing. I think for Mike he should nope. stick to the grocery store kind of. Oh no. Yeah, I think I will. I uh, smiled at a. Woman buying broccoli the other day. Ugh, that would congratulations frighten me. If Michael smiled at you in the grocery yeah, store? Yeah, when I was buying broccoli. It wasn't in a creepy way. It sounds creepy. I was smiling at the broccoli first. Yeah, of course you were. Then she crossed my sight line and turned, and I was still smiling in that direction. Think about what you just said. Smiling at the broccoli. It was perfectly innocent. Uh, it doesn't sound innocent. It sounds uh -huh. like you were getting frisky with the broccoli. No, no, you've got it all wrong. Uh, you're not sounding very innocent right now. You're not sounding innocent at all. I know which one it was too, I bet. Which one? The Metro. A Metro. A like, a, yeah. You yes. know what I'm talking Just yeah. any 24-hour Metro. That's where you hang out. Oh, yeah. Well, you're, you're right on that one, but yeah, I don't hang out there. I was just buying some broccoli. Um, you said you had two terrible stories. Oh, I us. have yet yeah, another one. Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, it's very hard to get tenants out who don't pay rent or like are very disruptive. Disruptive, sorry. No. Um, and we've had it all. We've had it all. But the worst is one who left us shit on the wall. No. Wait. Really? Yeah. Yes. Like from a butt. Yes. <laughs> Wait. Was he? He. Had... Where else is shit from? <laughs> Yeah, where do you think that's from, Mike? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that I was hearing Natalie yeah, a, correctly. A human butt shit. How so, did it get there? So what we assume happened, this is what we assume happened. They shot in a bucket oh. and then took their hand Okay. and smeared it along the wall. Had they abandoned the apartment at this point? This is left? when yes, this is when we came with the sheriff. Yeah, you wouldn't want to live in an apartment and do that. Well, what they and, used and, to do? Were you evicting them? Yes. And the sheriff came. Yeah, you have to get. If, oh, okay. what was the look on the sheriff's face when he saw the shit in the Everyone wall? Everyone was horrified. Because I bet when he went to police college, there was no day where they're like, "Here's the day we teach you what to do when you see shit on the wall." I don't think anyone's ever prepared for that. So why were you evicting them? They weren't paying rent. They were also very disruptive. Um, they were really terrible tenants. Like, for instance, they don't want to pay rent. So, like, one of the things we 
this is again with poo. I'm so sorry. No. But we came by like uh, the unit to like, um, you know, do something for another tenant. And we walked by their unit and there was a bag of garbage. Mm. We picked up the garbage bag. It was a Wendy's bag filled with dog shit. Oh. Just sitting in the hallway. Oh, man. Which is like... Not, not exactly a good advertisement for Wendy's. <laughs> I mean, it is yeah, Wendy's. improvement. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's, that's like, the kind of antics this person was up to. God, what a psycho. It took months and months to get them out. Oh, my God. Um, so that's just one and of... And then you come in like, oh, finally he's out. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Do, Do you they know s- how hard it is to get shit out of a wall? Yes. Oh. Like, literally, like, you, like... I think we had to cut it out oh and put drywall God. in and then paint. Did, did they paint crazy. a... Like, did they make words out of the shit or no. was it just... Or a picture? Just smears. Mm-hmm. Like a good smear across the wall. Like a smear of cream cheese on a bagel. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or exactly. A, a Jackson Pollock, uh, but very uh, unappetizing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's nuts. Poo on the wall. Can you call... So did, did the sheriff arrest them for shitting on the wall? Or? No, they're gone. Mm. They're gone. Is it? Do you think it's right for a landlord to threaten his tenant, who always pays his rent on time, mm-hmm. who's always polite, uh, with eviction simply because he doesn't like the cut of his jib? Well, what's his jib? Mm. You're looking at it. Well, what I'm saying is that James often threatens to evict me just because he doesn't seem to like me as a person. You seem to be doing something wrong then. Thank James you. James seems to be a lovely landlord. Thank you. Of course you'd say that because you're on the I'm same like, side. I'm like the cool teacher who didn't care if you did bad things in class. Yeah. But I also don't teach you anything. Yeah. I'm like teacher. that teacher. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't do anything or listen to anyone's complaints well, or help in any way. But I also don't care if you want to... You know, party and have a band play or, you know, use a, use a room as band practice or whatever. I don't care. Maybe next time you come here, you'll see a big brown splotch on the wall and see how you like that. Well, you're... Shit on I wall. doubt you'll ever leave that room, so you'll just be screwing yourself over, Michael. Well, we'll, we'll see. Well, why don't you do What do you right think, now? listeners? Should I throw shit on the wall to get James's goat? Let's please, put it on the pole. Please never throw shit on the wall. It's so gross. With Mike, you honestly can never be sure what will happen next. Like, I get it if you're having, like, a weird, I don't know, sexual party and something happens, yes. maybe? Like, someone's doing it up their butt and, or yeah, something? Yeah, sure. Hmm. I guess that happens sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You've talked about having some bad tenant experiences. Yes. When someone is kicked out or you cart them off or you have the sheriff... Make them leave at gunpoint. Do you ever, when you're cleaning out that apartment, do you ever burn sage in the apartment to get rid of some bad vibes or spirits? Maybe the apartment was haunted. I don't know. No, but but when I move into a place, I burn sage. Ooh. Really? Yes, always, always. And this is an interesting story. I moved into my place two years ago, and we didn't burn sage until a month in. Yes. And after I burned that sage, a man I was dating never came back. And I like to think it was apartment keeping him away from me. Do you think you were wow. dating a ghost or a spirit? I was dating both. Can I ask what? Why do you why do you burn sage at all? It's to get rid of the bad spirits and to. Oh, so that's why you did it. Yeah. Oh wow. We have cool. it hanging in our apartment. Wow, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh yeah, I know a lot of people who do it too. Really? Have you ever seen a ghost or a spirit or a creature? Yes. Oh my god. Can we hear a, a little bit about that? But it wasn't in the property. 
It wasn't. Oh, was, oh, we don't care. Just tell us about it. It's almost Halloween. <laughs> you got very excited. Michael's into cryptozoology. Oh, yeah. of course, of course. Uh, it, it was the, the year was uh, two thousand. Oh. And I was at summer camp. Okay. This reminds me already of Friday the Thirteenth. Right. It was at summer camp, mm-hmm. and um, we left the tent. We. Me and my other tent mates. It was like a tent. It was a weird camp. Okay. And we came back, and there was a noose hanging from the tent ceiling. Is this true? Yes. The tent oh ceiling. Yeah. Had a noose. And then um, now, in hindsight, I just think someone else put it there. Let's yeah. not. But it was very spooky. That would be very scary. It was very Come back spooky. In a noose it could have oh, been a ghost. No, this is why it was scary. Sorry, one of the tent members was in the tent by herself and said she had seen a ghost, and she described a ghost. And then we left and came back, and there was a noose, and all our stuff was open. So we assumed it was the ghost. Interesting. So you think a ghost put a noose inside the tent? That is turning my blood to ice. Right in the middle of the wilderness in Sudbury, Ontario. Ooh! With all that nickel in the air. Oh, do you think that it makes was the, people crazy? The ghost of a dead nickel miner. Who For was sure. Trying to mm, keep look at these young ladies yeah. in a tent. Yeah, a real creep. Did you ever yeah. see any other ghosts? Keep keep going. That I know of. I, I, this is a true thing. In yeah. my beautiful condo, like uh, Natalie, I don't live in this shitty building. I of live in my own not. beautiful condo. Um, it gets very dark at night, like pitch black, because I have blackout curtains and a noise machine and everything. And sometimes I wake up at night disoriented and I think I see things. And I know it's my head. I think that's sleep paralysis. <gasps> really? Yeah, it's, it's, is this real? Yeah. That's <laughs> sleep paralysis. What kind of things do you think you see? I think I see people standing around, standing. And then I turn on the light. And then there's no one there, and I go, oh, what's wrong with my there's brain? There's two things that are happening. Hmm. One, it is ghosts. Okay. Um, and there's an old, like, I can't remember. I think it's in, from indigenous culture where, like, it's like ghosts will be sitting on the edge of your bed or spirits, whatever. And that's, like, them coming to you and talking to you or warning you or something. Another thing is... Shit. Maybe they're warning you, like, you're going to die or something. Yeah, that's, another thing is just... Or maybe you're going to have... You're going to get, you know, hook up with a... A babely ghost. Yeah. Uh, ghost isn't going to come sit on your bed to tell you you're going to hook yes, up with a, a babe. Yes, it's all about consent. Yeah. And it's telling you, you know, someone's going to come by soon. Absolutely. So, get ready. Hmm. Maybe it's your guilt, because you feel guilty for all the people... No, it's not no, your guilt. I don't think so. No. no. All right. All right. No. Or maybe. it's sleep paralysis. What is sleep paralysis? Uh, I can't, I've, I have sleep paralysis, but it's like a, it feels like something's like either on your chest or there's a person in the room, and it's just your mind like kind of, um, like I think you waking up in your REM stage. Hmm. I can't remember exactly. I might be completely off. Interesting. Wow. Have you ever seen a vampire or a Frankenstein? Neither, but I always fear that Luke Perry's going to come to my window and ask to come in. Oh, is that from Buffy the Vampire? It is. I remember it that is. scene actually. That was creepy. It scares the shit out of me. Oh, now he's in a leather jacket. Yeah. And <laughs> he's just outside. You would be like, hey, babe. Yeah. Can I come in? And I'm like, ah! Yeah. Damn. Would it be Luke Perry back in the day? Or would it be modern day Luke Perry in his early 50s? I don't uh, know. I think that's, honestly, that's haunting. Have you seen him on Riverdale? No, I don't watch that show. Do you, Michael? I've never heard of it, so no. Of course not. It's a, it's like a sexy modern Archie. 
Oh, it's not about the neighborhood in Toronto where a lot of young <laughs> families are moving. Uh, no, Michael. Riverdale. There's a hospital there. No, but it's... I hear CBC is me making a reality show called Riverdale about the area. You know what? Really? Ooh. Well, there was a CBC soap opera called Riverdale. There was. In, like 15 years ago. Yeah. Loved it. Was it good? I mean, no. <laughs> But, you know, I Michael thought it was wonderful. I have it. autographs from the entire cast and crew. Of course you do. I have the cameramen's autographs, the boom mic operators, and I'm still in touch with some of them on Facebook. And we sometimes get together a couple times a year to talk about um, our favorite episodes. Hmm. Have You're you ever. Yes. 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 Have you ever seen a demon? Michael, I, what is with you today? He's really in the Halloween he's spirit. So I cannot with... tell a lie. I am in the Halloween spirit. I uh, think everyone. I've seen a demon. My roommate. Am uh, I right? Oh, oh, hope she's not listening. She is not to this. <laughs> you mentioned earlier that you have a landlord. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that person. He drives me crazy. Okay, as, I, I can as, relate to that. As all uh, landlords do. Okay, uh, he's at the property. Very often. Like, as a landlord, I don't want to be at the property very often unless I need to. Mm. And I actually think the tenants prefer that I'm not there constantly. Right. Because yeah. it feels like they're hovering and watching you, and nobody likes that. It's like their personal home. He installed cameras because he's not he's a little sick, so he installed cameras in all the hallways. So did James. So, so, yeah, but... And inside that's my also bedroom. Insurance. That's okay. Well, that's my, then again, insurance is my end too. It's insurance, but like, uh, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It feels like so someone's watching did, you. So he's got cameras in the hallways. Is he an older dude? He is an older dude. Hmm. Much older. I'm saying his eighties. Whoa. Oh, forget it. <laughs> so he's just sitting, like, probably lying in bed all day with a bunch of monitors uh, in his bedroom, seeing what's happening in the building all the time. I think that's sick. It's like that movie Sliver. I've never seen Sharon it. Sharon Stone and William Baldwin. Anyway, similar, similar I'm going to watch it tonight. What's yeah. the plot of that? I can't remember, but some creepy guy had cameras everywhere, and then him and Sharon Stone have sexy scenes. And when I was younger, I would watch it on uh, TV when it was on. Wow. Mm. Ever watch it? it I was just going to ask a non-related question. Please. Have you ever seen the movie? Because we're talking about Halloween spirits. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> yes. And demons. And have you ever seen the oh TBS God, just... film, <laughs> Tremors? No, but I know of it. The Worms movie. Yes. Have you, Michael? I've seen uh, the trailer. It's pretty good. Tremors. Tre it's called Tremors, right? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it rings a they bell. They go to an old town and they like their car breaks down and there's big worms cut out of the ground. And oh, yeah. If I saw a worm that big uh, outside, I would be screaming my head off. Hmm. I'd call the landlord. Very nice. <laughs> Are you throwing a Halloween party for all of your tenants? Yes or no? No. Why don't I? Okay, if we're going to just be Halloween-y, what's your guy's favorite scary movie? Ooh. I'll say mine. Yeah, go. Paranormal Activity. Of course. It's that is scary. If you watch that, it's really scary. If you don't know that, it's like it's like it's like uh, people talking to camera. What do you call that? Found footage. Yes. And a guy is taping his bedroom at night because his wife thinks he or she heard something creepy. And then you watch the footage throughout the night, and you know you see a ghost come in, ruffle their sheets and stuff. It's really scary. Yikes! I've never seen it. Okay. But I do find the Saw movies very terrible. Saw movies? Oh, yeah. All of them. I've seen all of them, but very mm. scary. Mm. And 
I actually think it's so scary that I had to close my computer while watching it. Oh my god. Oh, you watch films on, uh, on your laptop? I do. I watch TV shows. Okay. Mm. I watched uh, season, I think, six or seven of American Horror Story mm. uh, called Renoki. And it's so terrifying that I closed my laptop. What is it about? It's about... Um, is it about Donald Trump? Or no, but this is that's the American? new season. It's, oh, no. Really? It's really not great. Damn. What was Renoki? So Renoki is about a town in North Carolina called Renoki. Mm-hmm. And it's an actual place. And it's a, uh, they say it's a, um, there was a lot of native people who live there. And then a lot of like, you know, people came and invaded it. And then everyone was slaughtered there. And then it's a story about an old house there. <laughs> Mike's <laughs> laughing for those at home. Why he's <laughs> laughing at this terrible story, none of us will know. I'm not laughing. I'm, I'm uh, it's a, shaking. This is, it's based off a true piece of information. Okay. Renoki's an actual town, and there's a house there, and no one will live in the house because horrible things keep on happening, and every time someone moves in, they die. But then half the season's about a couple that moves there. Mm. And then the second season is... Uh, we realize that like while we're watching it, it's also like a reality show. What? So they have cast members reenacting it. What? So it's like a doc. It's more like a documentary. And then mm. the second season, they go. The second part of it, they go back. Damn. Anyways, it's really, really good. Wow. Wow. And really well done. Oh, and first season of American Horror Story, obviously. Hmm. I've never seen it. You're messing out. My favorite film of the horror genre: Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Okay. Boring. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. The most accurate. Representation of the Dracula story. I would say Carmilla is, but oh, the web series. Well, not the web. Yeah, the, oh, well, but yeah, I know. the Carmilla is based off a of, like an. It's an eighteen hundred book. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, about the first le- a vampire who was a lesbian. Apparently, really, mm-hmm. that's interesting. I wonder what Mr. Bram Stoker would have to say about that. If we could, um, isn't he dead? He's very much so. <laughs> mm. But what do you think he would say, James? Michael, I mean, I don't friggin' know. What would Bram Stoker say about a lesbian Dracula? I don't know. Probably like... Sexy. Uh, yeah, sexy, That's what you baby. think he'd say? Yeah, baby. Do you think Bram... Hold on. Bram Stoker would not sound like Austin Powers. Of course he would, Michael. He's an author. He's rich. He's British, I think. He would sound like whatever he wants to sound like. Yeah, oh, God. damn right. Well, um, shall we take a break and come back with our final segment? I think it's time to do that because we, we've all ha- we. Yes, man, Mike putting on a real podcasting clinic here today. All right, we'll be back in a minute. And welcome back, listeners, to the third and final part of the landlord and tenant pod mess. Uh, I, I lowered my voice there for dramatic effect, James uh, and Natalie. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah, really good, Mike. <clears throat> so, this part of the show, we usually play a fun game. Um, usually these games um, are very popular online. They go viral. We get a lot of emails about them. Um, people stop us on the street to congratulate us for the games. Yeah, that, that uh, does, does happen, it happen here and there. Yes. Michael claims it does. It's never happened to me. Is it a ghost? It's just a ghost. I don't, please don't say the G word. I finally uh, got over my heebie-jeebies. And uh, uh, are you ready to play a game, Natalie? I am ready. James? 
Yes, I'm ready. So this is a game that's very fun. Uh, it is a game of global travel and geography. It's called The Landlord and Tenant Podmess Presents Where in the World is Michael Balazzo? Well, she sneaks around the world from Vienna to Carolina. She's a sticky-fingered filcher from Berlin down to Belize. Take you for a ride on a slow boat to China. Tell me where in the world is Michael Balazzo? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read some clues about where I am located on the Earth. I'm not in on Mars or Jupiter, don't worry. And you guys have to guess what country I'm in. Does that sound uh, fun? I guess so. I guess so. All right, country number one. Um, all right. I'm wearing a sombrero. I'm sipping a margarita. And I am eating a burrito. Where in the world am I? Jane. East. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry, Natalie. Sorry. No, 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 you go first, go Natalie. Ahead. Guests first. East Timor. No. No. James. Uh, France. I said no. No. It's clearly Mexico. Where uh, I was. I don't. Well, that wasn't very clear. Yeah, that was very bad. There were basically just Mexican stereotypes. I read as the clues. All right. How about this one? Um, I am known as the land of the rising sun and also the home of sushi and sumo wrestling. Where in the world am I? Quebec City. No. Um, very easy. Very. Russia? No. Honestly, it's Japan. Oh. Japan, sushi. That was terrible. Yeah. It was really. Uh, fine. Third, third one. Um, I'm, I'm in fucking Toronto. Guess what country I'm in? Canada. Huh, That's, Mike, the, like, I don't know what you want. The game was just, <clears throat> it was not clear. You know, the clues were, like, the, the clues like, were confusing, right? Like, did you even try? Right? Did you I, I tried. Try? I tried for the did first two. And, uh, Here, yeah. let me, let me, can I, can you guess where I am? Sure. Sure. I, okay, okay, I got this, okay? Are you mm-hmm. ready? Yep. Okay. It is warm. Australia. You got it. You got it. You see how it's done? Yeah. You see how it's done? How yeah. is that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You should be ashamed. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, don't worry. Maybe we're going to kick you out for that. Maybe we start a landlord and landlord podcast. <laughs> yeah. Land and no lady one, podcast. Landlord and Land, landlady. I'd love to see you two try and start a uh, podcast. Lord and lady. Of Masters the of the house. Oh my God. That's actually a great name. Thank you. Thank you. Masters of the house. Well, we're sponsored by uh, um, the W Network. That would be my dream. Well, I guess that's it for this week's episode, eh, Michael? Might be that. Might be it for the entire series. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Natalie, thanks for joining us. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you, uh, Landlord James. Uh, Mike, good luck. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks, good luck, yes, Mike. Uh, best of luck to you as well. And um, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week.